touching. It's over before we even started today. We are we're touching. <laughs> Not each other or anything, but we're touching. Some wine so, glasses yeah. filled with delicious Cabernet Franc. So Cabernet Franc, one of my more favourite grape varieties from the Bordeaux. I think gang. it's potentially why you're most annoyed when I call it Cabernet Franc. <laughs> yeah. So the episode today called. Hanging with Frank, obviously, for those who can see this French spelling there, but to ha- hang with Frank um, came about because we were talking about Cabernet Franc once, and Gwen, you know, very strangely mispronounced the word, which I still today cannot comprehend because she is fluent in French and I am, am awful with French in every which way. But you know, sometimes when you're speaking a second, if you're speaking another language and you're having to say something in another language. Sometimes it's just easier to pronounce it in the language you're speaking in. Yeah, you get a bit so, discombobulated in the language that so you're... So I never yeah. take offence if someone says, like, Cabernet Franc is not going to offend me. Because sometimes it's better than someone being like, Cabernet Franc. I, I don't know. Say it however you feel comfortable. Very hippie about it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's all right. Goes by another name is still a rose. So we're just going to... We're hanging with Frank today. We are hanging or with Frank. Frank. Yeah, or Uncle Frank. Actually, we need to work on our issues. So this is, you know... It's not a therapy it. session for me as it is for <laughs> a learning session for those that are tuning in. So... But the truth is, Cabernet Frank does get around. Cabernet Franc, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing that a lot Do today. Do not correct. And I think this is a really interesting great variety to... Totally. ...introduce people to because... It's not so widely spoken about. Everybody's familiar with Cabernet Sauvignon. And and I think most people have a very clear idea of what that grape variety is all about. But I think Cabernet Franc, it's a little bit of a mystery. It's a little bit lesser known. And actually, for me, though, it's much more charming. I think so, too. I 100% agree with you. And I think there are so many different ways that producers make this expressions of this grape. Yes. And because it does get around to various regions, it presents itself slightly differently in every place. Yeah, and interestingly, like if we compare it to Cabernet Sauvignon, so we have Cabernet Sauvignon, very thick-skinned, um, small berry, that's very... Uh, con- like a Concentrate. Very, yeah, like a lot of tannins, a lot of concentration, a lot of alcohol, a lot of colour. Right. It's very full-on. It's- Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like everything is big. It's just like tight. Yeah. <laughs> it appears to be quite a full-on wine. Without making the grape variety, you know, let's not sexualise everything, but it's a very, it's a more feminine example totally. of the Cabernets, let's say. It's the prettier, more elegant... Maybe not it's more elegant. It's the wallflower a little bit. He's like standing off to the side because it, yeah, doesn't need to show off. Yeah, like higher acidity, lower alcohol in general, a little bit lower, lighter in colour, a little bit lower in tannin, uh, more perfume... Uh, more aromatic and I that's why I find it more charming because it's just more of the style that I like to drink and I think it's an everyday wine you can drink yeah. it with all kinds of foods you can drink it for every occasion from charcuterie to main courses to just a wine hanging with your friends and a very age worthy it has a, a huge potential for ageing Cabernet Franc and it's funny because I think we often think oh we need these wines to be bigger more concentrated for them to have this potential but actually, it's not the case because with Cabernet Franc, they have this amazing acidity. You know, I've tried quite a few times, different opportunities. Very fortunately, I have tried, uh, you know, Cabernet Francs that are sometimes 30, sometimes 40 years of age. Wow. And they're still showing really well and they represent the variety they're from. And I think that I think that really brings true the character of this particular varietal. Mm, it's very cool. It's giving yeah. me some things to think about. Yeah. And interestingly enough, for those that don't know... 
Cabernet Franc is one of the parents of Cabernet Sauvignon. So we can guess the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc, just so. <laughs> so you're not you're not like desperately guessing at home. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I'll never know what it is. So interestingly, like even when we look at Bordeaux, everybody thinks of Merlot, they think of Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's very funny because if we look back at history, it's very clear that at some point Cabernet Sauvignon didn't exist and right. Cabernet Franc was there before and for quite a long time. So originating mm. from the south, but um, still shows like quite an interesting place in the south of France and in Bordeaux, particularly on the right bank, saint Emilion. Mm-hmm. Also a little bit in Pomerol as well, we see a little bit. I guess today, where I at for Cabernet Franc, because we see it as pure form, not right. so blend, is the Loire Valley in Yes, which, I, which was, I think, some very interesting, very drinkable, high acidity, Smell delicious. So we're now trying Domaine Bernard Baudry Chinon 2014. Mm-hmm. Bernard Baudry Chinon. Yeah. What? 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 You yeah. said it right. Although Do you I'm... mean Captors? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Captors! <laughs> but this smells absolutely delicious. And I always get this sort of like candy. To... Do you know what I think like, it is? It's Palm like violets. Joy... Yeah, Parma violets. And Raspberries. Also... Yeah, it's got a little... Um, I know Jolly Rancher always. The That's, red Jolly Rancher, yeah. not the green one. Yeah, there's always a little Jolly Rancher where there's that little sweet and sour. There are different appellations in the Loire where we see uh, Cabernet Franc, so Chinon being one of them, sometimes a little bit in Anjou, Samou, Champigny as well, and Bourgogne, mm-hmm. and Saint Nicolas de Bourgogne, we see uh, Cabernet Franc. And I think what I really like about these uh, wines that are made with this great variety from the Loire is this um, lifted floral character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this brambly fruit. Yes, the bramble thing is huge. And then this earthy, truffly, like black mm-hmm. truffle note that makes it very interesting. Also, adding to that, we have a little bit of this herbal, like yeah. vegetal, red pepper quality mm-hmm. as well. So it's quite interesting wine because there's fruit there, but it's it's very intertwined with this herbal, yeah, savoury, earthy thing at the same time. I think it makes it a really good food wine also Bernard Baudry uh, organic since 2006 so quite a while and, and really getting up a reputation of being one of the important figures I guess in Chinon mm-hmm. and what I love about this is all those flavours that we've obviously or aromas that we've mentioned and what we're smelling what we're tasting and then this amazing freshness in the wine yeah totally it's crunchy almost yeah it's, it's, it, this is what I love about young Cabernet Franc from the Loire it's crunchiness and there are two styles of, of Cabernet Franc from the Loire one this sort of quite oaky concentrated style and then this really bright pure style like this is there a little oak on this? two week fermentation cement vats and then a 15 month ageing in unlined cement or oak yeah but oak vats so it would be um, big big big, big. huge yeah. yeah so not really doing much yeah that's um, how we find it I mean actually this is a bit of a puzzle for me because I'm pulled in a couple of different directions I actually think this might be nice to make boeuf bourguignon with and maybe have boeuf bourguignon mm-hmm. with it but I think equally a lamb dish would actually be quite nice like a yeah. spring lamb with some something because her- it, it does have Even this herbal quality lamb, like Middle yeah. Eastern food yeah. I also because there is quite of a herbal note I think sage would do well with it I think there's enough like oomph at the end that sage mm. wouldn't overpower it and actually we're drinking it a bit colder than it should be because we just took it off the balcony but I also think with wines like this with it, it something, can go a bit cooler yeah, with such good acidity it's I nice think it's nice it's going to be hard to improve on this I hope, I hope we're going upwards and onwards and not well I- <laughs> 
We'll only know when we try the wine. Absolutely. This is your wine, Gwen. Yes. What are we trying? <laughs> We're having a 2016 from Moss, Agnes and René Moss, Cabernet Franc. It's a Vin de France, 12.5 alcohol. <laughs> And it is... Uh, Eco-search. Yeah. So it's organic, yeah. Biological. So Rene and Agnes Moss, or Agnes and Rene Moss, very, very famous couple in the Loire. Rock stars very, of wine. Yeah, very, very famous in the natural wine scene. I remember drinking their wines at Chateaubriand seven years ago, and I also remember being at the first mad food symposium mm. that there ever was, which was in August 2011. Rene Moss came on stage with Anaki from Le Chateaubriand at the time, and we were drinking um, his Anjou Blanc, with uh, Samphire Risotto. And I remember these wines and, and they really stood out for me. I've heard a lot about them. And I think a lot of us who know the Moss wines, we immediately think of their white wines or their beautiful... Panache. Magic of Juju. Okay, I Magic of Juju white. That's like, if you're going to a party, you bring that, <laughs> you bring the Magic of Juju Magnum because yeah. it is a hit. Especially yeah. for people that have, you know, don't drink natural wine. They poo-poo it. You open that bottle and everyone is like... I need more of whatever that delicious yeah, juice is. So we're going to have a sniff of this. Comparative to the wine before, Some I think a little bit more savoury on the nose yes. initially. Um, sour cherries. Definitely sour cherries. I think yeah, totally. there is like this, also a little bit of like this olive briny character. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> this is definitely a mouth pucker. Well, there's a little bit more tan in here, isn't there? Mm. And there's a bit more mm. concentration. But I quite like it. Like- <laughs> there's a bit more concentration as well. So I think mm. definitely compared to the one before, like this with a bit more food is also great. But I do Would find it be also the, great. the finish from the first one is maybe a tiny bit longer. For me, when I try this Cabernet Franc from Moss, what I see is I see this um, vegetable character coming through in a positive mm-hmm. way, like this red pepper thing coming yeah. through, more than with the Chinon. This brininess and all, yeah, like you said, this, this cherry, sweet and sour cherry thing coming through as well. And the fruit coming through at the end. It yeah. really is. It finishes like sweet and sour cherry. Almost like um, cherry stones at the end because it's got this dry feeling yeah. at the same time. What I would pair, I don't necessarily think I this is less. I think on toast. Like, I would do this with fish also. I think you could do this as an aperitif mm. with fish. To, again, terrines, but also stuff like schnitzel, yeah. things like that. If you wanted a red wine, cut through something fatty. Also with the schnitzel, with the as they say. Berries. What do you eat on the side of a schnitzel in Austria? It's off in Berlin, I get the Prazzle beer in as well. I love it. But it has this sort of cranberry... Yes. Mm. Cranberry I was going to say, yeah, roast chicken would be... Actually... Roast chicken and stuffing. Yes, because you want that herbal edge. And I think sometimes, like... <laughs> yeah. I also think that sometimes when we think about pairings, or I do anyway, when I taste something, I let my brain go free and let it sit where, where it flies. But I think sometimes, yeah, you have something like roast chicken. It's so simple, so delicious... And absolutely. Also, this is something I'm sure the French are eating in that area. It's just a simple roast chicken. I think for those who want to find a Cabernet Franc to pair with food because they're cooking dinner, we can only talk about what they might have with it. But there are no set rules with that as well. Yeah, exactly. Chicken and tarragon. <laughs> Cabernet Franc has that herbal note at the end. And tarragon is an interesting herb where it's not necessarily always green. It has some other flavors going on. So we have the Nico... Espenchide Cabernet Franc. So we're having a... What vintage is it, Gwen, sorry? I have to rotate the bottle. Give me a minute. 2012. 2012. There's a lovely love heart on a hand next to it on the side it's of the bottle. It's actually quite a sweet little label. Yeah. And very sweet. I have to say that this one smells a lot more... I don't want to say more interesting. It's very different to the last two that we smelled. See a little bit more wood on the nose there. It's got Definitely. this oaky, smoky character on the nose. Bonfire a little bit. 
Yeah, and there's mm. also some savory fruit elements. So I can smell, you know, we've got a little, like you said, a little smoky. I smell a bit of dill, something dairy. I totally get the dill, for sure. And then, I don't know, I think when I hold my nose away from the glass, I get something like salted capers, some savory elements that aren't necessarily yes. as fruity as perhaps the last two that we, that yes. we were trying. Which would also make sense with the age, right? Okay. You feel the oak a bit on the palate as well because the shape of the wine is different. Again, it's not a hugely extractive wine. There's not loads of tannin. Right. There's still very good acidity. It's still quite light in the mouth. But there's a sweetness, there's Absolutely. a smokiness masking everything else. I think a lot of people would like this wine. I think for me, I'm not a huge oak fan. I'm learning to love oak. You know, I never used to love oak in white wines and now yeah. I'm in love with Merceau. I think I could perhaps learn to love it in, in reds. I think for me, when I go for a Cabernet Franc, maybe I prefer something a little lighter and a little fresher. Because I do think that the smell is much more savory than the mm. taste. I think the taste, because you're, you're you're sort of drawn in by these savory notes, and then you take a sip, and the oak gives it that sweetness and that toasty, caramelly. There's suddenly something a bit more sweet about it mm. that maybe lets me down a tiny bit. Is that, I mean... I feel a bit bad saying it because I love the smell of this wine, but maybe I need a minute with it because maybe in contrast to the other two, it, it, there's too much comparison going on. Mm, mm, agreed. We've had a really great lineup of wines today, all a little bit different with their own character. The Chinon we tried at the beginning was definitely sort of lighter, brighter, more perfume, quite right. crunchy. Then we went to the Moss, which was medium bodied, getting more of this lovely cherry fruit right. and, and silky sort of shape. And then here we've gone again it's not still a big wine though no. still very fresh but more of this sort of sweet oak character that's all so all for yeah there's a line between the wines but they're all slightly different oh, where's the this come this is german this is I german mean, yeah. is it i think it is let me just turn this around yeah ryan has some okay so i yeah. mean what would you eat with this i think all of the wines like we've said before already i think still more terrines and yeah cascude yeah. anything sort of a little bit fatty or game bird i think this one's a little i think maybe it's just the lineup that for me it stands out a little bit because of the oak i actually think if we put this wine with some of the Alone. other wines that are really are oaky the oak it would not yeah. stand out in the same way it's just because the other two I wines are so right. pure and stripped just back contrast with no oakiness yeah. and then you try one wine with a little bit of oak it that's all it stands that you... out. we've tried a really nice selection of wines i think the first two maybe being a little bit similar which makes out it... of the three right but also they're coming from a similar place a really interesting introduction to Cabernet Franc today. So, if you have some favourite Cabernet Franc, please write to us on Apple. You can also email us through our website at juice.show. Or you can, you can find us on Instagram at juice.podcast or Twitter on juice underscore podcast. Till next time, we're hanging with Frank for the rest of the evening. Good night. Yay.